0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America N.A. Member FDIC.
1: You are listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home.
2: The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance.
1: It's
3: season 13 of the Sonic Summerstock Playhouse. Performing through the summer months, the Sonic Summerstock Playhouse is presented by the Sonic Society for the Mutual Audio Network and features producers and actor troops from the modern age of audio drama, who recreate and reproduce classic old-time radio plays. The Playhouse endeavors to bring shows to a contemporary audience for the love of the medium and not in any intended form of copyright infringement. And now, we go to our host of the Sonic Summerstock Playhouse on stage now, Mr. David Alt.
4: Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the 13th season of the Sonic Summerstock Playhouse. I am your host for the Playhouse, David Ott, and this week we present a double feature from two different companies, Soul Twin Audio and No Soap Radio. Our first offering from Rachel Pulliam is a classic eerie tale adapted from the great writer Henry James. So please give them a warm welcome, Soul Twin Audio with The Turn of the Screw.
0: created solely with the vintage soul in mind patchwork classics patchwork classics
2: patchwork classics patchwork classics, patchwork classics. Shush.
0: The Turn of the Screw was first serialized in Collier's Weekly from January to April in 1898. The novella is considered both gothic and horror, ambiguous in nature due to its unreliable narrator. That's quite
4: enough academics, thank you very much. A trial is about to start.
0: Trial? There's no trial in the turn of the screw. You must be confusing this with another Henry James novella. It's right there at the top of page three.
4: You and I both know that once a work falls into the public domain, it's fair game and an author can alter it as he or she sees fit. Consider yourself lucky Miss Pulliam didn't follow Mr. Graham Smith's example and fill 80% of the story with zombies. What? May I proceed? The jurors are
0: filling into the courtroom. Oh, if you must. And here I thought this was going to be a faithful adaptation, like what she did with Jane Eyre. The turn of the screw as a silly courtroom drama. How is she going to pull it off?
4: I don't think... you act as if another variation of this story is going to turn... The...
0: <clears throat> Soul Twin Audios presents Patchwork Classics, bringing you adaptations from the public domain. And now for our featured presentation, The Turn of the Screw by Henry James, adapted by Rachel Pulliam.
5: How shall I greet my lost love in the nighttime How shall I greet my lost love gone astray How shall I greet my lost love who can't hear me How shall I greet my lost love far away Who shall I love as the night follows gloaming? Gone is my love, his soul is out roaming. What might I say if my love comes to visit? What might I say if his presence is felt? What might I say do I bid him to enter? Soul housed again, within flesh he once dwelt. Follow me, love, as night follows gloaming. Come to me now, soul no longer wrote.
4: Nobody but me till now has ever heard the story. Nothing at all touches it in dreadfulness, for sheer terror, for general uncanny ugliness and horror and pain. The story is written, locked away in a drawer. It hasn't been out in years.
5: Is the story yours?
4: Thank heavens, no! So
5: then the record is yours?
4: You took the thing down. Nothing but the impression. I took that here. I've never lost it. And uh, then your manuscript? It's an old, faded in, and in the most beautiful hand. A woman who has been dead for nearly twenty years. She was the most charming person, my sister's governess. I'm glad to this day she likes me enough to share her story with me.
3: She had never told anyone else?
4: No one else. It wasn't simply that she said so, but that I knew she hadn't. I was sure. I could see. Because the thing had been such a scare... You'll easily judge why when you hear creating a courtroom in your mind as the events unravel.
2: What a splendid idea. I've always wanted to attend a trial. I shall participate if everyone else is willing.
6: Ah, what a delicious idea. And then, at the end, we can share our verdict. Are we all agreed?
4: Yes, I think think it it sounds like like a smashing idea. Yes, yes, we would make a lovely jury. What is the title?
1: I haven't won.
4: Oh, I have.
1: I must say, I am most impressed with your credentials. And your references far outweigh my expectations. But what I'd really like to know is what is your tolerance of fear for each of the other applicants my main condition was rather prohibitive some fled the room in what appeared to be terror while others left in disgust. so you can understand i need someone very special up to the task at hand two children in need of a governess who live in a secluded country estate you should never trouble me but never never neither appeal or complain or write about anything only meet all questions yourself all money will exchange hands through my solicitor but i must emphasize again and i would need your promise to take the whole thing leave me alone. Can you do as I ask? Miss Gross, an excellent woman and housekeeper, has kindly of looked after little Flora these past few months. She will be your main charge. You only need to concern yourself with the miles during the holidays. And Miss Jessie, she was a beautiful young woman, most respected But, we had the misfortune to lose her. And there are other servants. You will meet them all in good time.
6: You calm down, little lady. You'll wrinkle your dress before she has a chance to see you in it. Welcome to Bly House, Miss. Pleased to meet you, Miss. I'm Mrs. Gross. I handle the household, and for the time being, I've been looking after little Flora here.
7: I picked some lilacs for you. I can't wait to give you a tour. The house has many rooms, including an attic, and outside we have a pond. Mars has promised to teach me how to row. It's all going to be perfectly splendid when he comes home. Come on, miss. I want to show you around.
6: Good
5: heavens, child. Your governess has only arrived. Give her a moment to relax. I'm sorry. Don't be sad, dear. Why don't you wait for me inside the house? I'll join you in a moment.
7: Oh, yes, miss.
5: And smooth down your skirt while you're in there. What a dear. Mrs. Gross, you must tell me about Miles. Does he look like her? Is he too so very remarkable? Oh, Miss, most remarkable. If you think well of this one... Yes,
6: if I do... You will be carried away by the little gentleman.
5: Well, that, I think, is what I came for. To be carried away. I'm afraid, however, I'm rather easily carried away. I was carried away in London. In Harley Street? In Harley Street, Well, Miss, you're not the first and you won't be the last. Oh, I wouldn't dream of thinking I was the only one. Now her brother returns to us tomorrow.
6: Not tomorrow. Friday, Miss. He arrives as you did, by the coach, under care of the guard, and is to be met by the same carriage.
7: Miss, what's keeping you? (laughs) It seems she misses
6: me already. Yes, Miss. I'm so happy you're here now.
1: This, I recognize, is from the headmaster. And the headmaster's an awful bore. Read him, please. Deal with him. But mind you, don't report. Not a word. I'm off.
5: Miss, is everything all right? What does it mean? The child's dismissed his school. But aren't they all? Sent home, yes, but only for the holidays. Miles may never go back at all. They won't take him? They absolutely decline.
6: What has he done?
5: Here, you can... Such things
6: are not for me, miss.
5: Oh, I'm sorry. Is he really bad? Do the gentlemen say so? They go into no particulars. They simply express their regret that it should be impossible to keep him... That can have only one meaning, that he's an injury to the others. Master Miles? Him? An injury? To his poor little innocent mates. It's
6: too dreadful to say such cruel things. Why, he's scarce ten years old. Yes, yes, it would be incredible. See him, Miss, first, then believe it. You might as well believe it of the little lady,
5: bless her.
7: I finish with my O's, Miss.
5: Very good, dear. Your handwriting's really improving.
7: May I play by the lake now?
5: Of course. I'll be right along.
7: Thank you, Miss.
5: Look at her. I take what you said to me before as a declaration. You've never known him to be bad. Oh, I don't pretend that. Then you have known him to be bad?
6: Yes, indeed, Miss. And I'm thankful for it too.
5: You mean that a boy who is never... Is no boy for me. You like them with the spirit to be naughty. So do I. But not to the degree to contaminate. To contaminate? To corrupt.
6: Are you afraid he'll corrupt you?
5: Did the last governess get along well with Miles? What can you tell me about her? The last
6: governess? Well, she was also young and pretty... Almost as young and almost as pretty, miss, even as you.
5: Ah, then, I hope her youth and her beauty helped her. He seems to like us, young and pretty.
6: Oh, he did. It was the way he liked everyone. I mean, that's his way. The master's. But of whom did you speak first? Why, of the master. Did she see anything in the boy? That wasn't right. She never told me. Was
5: she careful? particular?
6: About some things, yes.
5: But not about all?
6: Well, miss, she's gone. I won't tell tales.
5: I quite understand your feeling. Did she die here?
6: No, she went off.
5: Went off to die? You mean she was taken ill
6: and went home? She was not taken ill so far as appeared in this house. She left it at the end of the year, to go home, as she said, for a short holiday to which the time she'd put in had certainly given her a right. We had then a young woman, a nursemaid who'd stayed on, and who was a good girl and clever, and she took the children all together for the interval. But our young lady never came back, and at the very moment I was expecting her, I heard from the master that she was dead. But what of? He never told me. But please, miss, I must get to my work.
7: Miles, what's this piece called?
8: It's A Nocturne by Chopin.
7: Well, I think it's perfectly splendid. That charge is
5: grotesque. I told you once you saw him, miss. It doesn't live an instant. My dear woman, look at how good he is with our little Flora. What will you say then? In answer to the letter? Nothing.
6: And to their uncle? Nothing. And to the boy himself? Nothing. Then I'll stand by you, miss. We'll see it out.
8: Oh, what rotten luck. Raining on my first week bark.
7: I wanted to go to the lake and row the boat with Miles. Perhaps we can another day, dear.
5: In the meantime, we can think of something to do inside.
7: May we...? What would you like to do? Go on, Flora, speak up. Maybe put on a performance for you?
8: You
5: mean a play?
7: Yes, miss. And might we go up into the attic to find costumes? Oh, it'll be so much fun!
5: Very well, but don't take too long.
7: We won't. Thank you, miss. Is it
5: wise to send them off alone, miss? Don't you trust them, Mrs. Gross? Besides, this will give Miles an opportunity to really disprove the words of that dreadful letter.
6: Of course, you're right, miss.
2: i greet my lost love in the night time how shall i greet my lost love gone astray how shall i greet my lost love who can't hear me how shall i greet my lost love far away Ooh shall I love as the night follows gloaming? Gone is my love, his soul is out roaming. What might I say if my love comes to visit? What might I say if his presence is felt? What might I say, do I bid him to enter? Soul housed again, within flesh he once dwelt. Follow me, love, as night follows gloaming. Come to me now, so no longer roaming.
5: Who's there? Where are you? Show yourself.
6: (gasps) What in the name of goodness is the matter?
5: With me? Do I show it? You're
6: as white as a sheet. You look awful. What on earth has happened to you?
5: I've been frightened.
6: What is it? An extraordinary man looking in. Standing out there in the pouring drain? What extraordinary man. I haven't the least idea. Then where has he gone? I know still less. Have you seen him before?
5: Only once. On the old tower when I first arrived here. But he wasn't Luke or one of the other servants. Then he's a stranger? Very much so. Why didn't you tell me about him before? I had my reasons. You've seen him nowhere but on the tower? And here a moment ago while I was waiting for the children to come down. What was he doing? Just standing there and staring at me.
6: Was he a gentleman?
5: No, indeed no.
6: Are you sure it wasn't Luke? Or someone from the village? I'm sure. But if he isn't a gentleman...
5: What is he? A horror? A horror? He's... Heaven help me if I know what he is.
6: Oh, Miss, you're trembling so. Come, come sit
5: down. You're much too afraid to. Yes, I'm afraid of him. But not for me, for them. I must go up and see the children.
6: Miss, when did you see him again on the tower?
5: In the middle of the month. About the same hour.
6: Almost at dark.
5: Oh, no, not nearly. I saw him as I see you. Then how did he get in? (laughs) And how did he get out? I had no opportunity to ask him.
6: He only peeps.
5: And I thought I heard him singing. I hope it will be confined to that. What is he like? He's like nobody. Nobody? He has no hat. He has... Red hair, very red, close curling, and a pale face, long in shape with straight, good features and little rather queer whiskers that are as red as his hair. His eyebrows are somewhat darker, they look particularly arched and as if they might move a good deal. His eyes are sharp, strange, awfully, but I only know clearly that they're rather small and very fixed.' His mouth's wide, and his lips are thin, and except for his little whiskers, he's quite clean-shaven. It gives me a sort of sense of looking like an actor.
6: An actor?
5: I've never seen one, but so I suppose them. He's tall, active, erect, but never, no, never a gentleman.
6: No, no, he was never a gentleman. You know him then? But he
5: is handsome. Remarkably. And dressed? In somebody's clothes. They're smart, but not his own. They're the master's. You do know him. Mrs. Gross? He's Mr. Quint, miss. Mrs. Gross?
2: Why do you care if I wear your precious master's clothes? The gent is never here. Until he is, I can do what I bloody well like.
8: Amelia, stop fretting over what Mr Quint does and worry about your own affairs. Don't you have some silver to polish or some rooms to air out?
6: <laughs> Peter Quint. Quint? His own man, his valet, when he was here. When the master was. But he did wear, well, there were waistcoats missed. They were both here last year. Then the master went, and Quint was alone.
5: Alone?
6: Alone with us. In charge. And what became of him? He went to. Went where? The Lord only knows. He died.
8: Died?
6: Yes. Mr. Quint is
5: dead.
8: <laughs> We're coming down,
7: miss. Be sure to make yourselves comfortable.
5: Oh, do be careful of the candles,
8: Miles. Shh! Miles is about to recite his poem. How shall I greet my lost love in the night time? How shall I greet my lost love gone astray? How shall I greet my lost love who can't hear me? How shall I greet my lost love far away? Who shall I love as the night follows gloaming? Gone is my love his soul is out roaming. What might I say if my love comes to visit? What might I say if his presence is felt? What might I say do I bid him to enter? Soul housed again, within flesh he once dwelt. Follow me, love, as night follows gloaming. Come to me now, so no longer roaming. Come to me now, so no longer roaming. Mrs. Croce, does he know?
7: Does Miles know what, miss?
6: looking for someone else you see someone who was not you
5: he was looking for miles that's whom he was looking for but how do you know i know i know i know and you know my dear but what if he should see him little miles that's what he wants the child heaven forbid he wants to appear to them does strike me that my pupils have never mentioned his
6: having been here and the time they were with him
5: the time they were with him and his name his presence his history in any way oh
6: the little lady doesn't remember
5: she never heard or knew the circumstances of his death perhaps not but miles would remember miles would know ah don't try him it is rather odd. That he has never spoken of him? Never, by the least illusion. And you tell me they were great friends? Oh, it wasn't him.
6: It was Quint's own fancy. To play with them. I mean. To spoil them. Quint was much too free.
5: Too free with my boy?
6: Too free with everyone.
5: I have it from you, then. For it's of great importance that he was definitely... And admittedly bad. Oh,
6: not admittedly. I knew it. But the master didn't. And you never told him? Well, he didn't like tail-bearing. He hated complaints. He was terribly short with anything of that kind. And if people were all right to him.
5: He wouldn't be bothered with more. I promise you, I would have told. I dare say I was wrong. But really... I was afraid. Afraid of
6: what? Of things that man could do. Quint was so clever.
5: He was so deep. You weren't afraid of anything else? Not of his effect? His effect? On innocent little precious lives. They were in your charge. No, they were not in
6: mine. The master believed in him and placed him here because he was supposed not to be well and the country air so good for him. So he had everything to say. Yes, even about them. Them? That creature? And you could bear it? No, I couldn't and I can't now.
5: What is that song you keep coming?
7: Whatever do you mean, miss?
5: You know the one I mean. It's the same tune from the music box.
7: You seem tired, miss. Maybe we should go back inside.
5: Now, Flora, don't play games with me. I want to know. Flora. Flora. Come with me. Flora. Flora. Do you? Yes. Yes. I believe we should go inside now. C- come on, come on. They know. By the lake. Flora saw. She told you? Not a word. That's the horror. She kept it to herself. The child of eight. That child. Then how do you know? I was there. I saw with my eyes. Saw that she was perfectly aware. Do you mean aware of him? No, of her. Another person this time. But a figure of quite as unmistakable horror and evil. A woman in black, pale and dreadful, with such an air also... Face, on the other side of the lake, I was there with the child, quiet for the hour, and in the midst of it, she came. Came how, from where, from where they come from? She just appeared and stood there, but not so near. And without coming nearer, oh, for the effect and the feeling, she might have been as close as you. Was she someone you've never seen? Yes, but someone the child has. Someone you have. My predecessor. The one who died. Miss Jessel? Miss Jessel. You don't believe me? How can you be sure? Then ask Flora. She's sure. On second thoughts, don't. She'll say she isn't. She'll lie. Ah. How can you? Because I'm clear. Flora doesn't want me to know. It's only then to spare you. No, no, no. There are depths. Depths. The more I go over it, the more I see in it. And the more I see in it, the more I fear. I don't know what I don't see. What I don't fear. You mean you're afraid of seeing her again? Oh, no. That's nothing now. It's of not seeing her.
6: I don't understand you. Why,
5: it's that the child may keep it up and that the child assuredly will without my knowing it.
6: Dear, dear, we must keep our heads. And after all, if she doesn't mind it, perhaps she likes it.
5: Likes such things? A scrap of an infant? Isn't it just proof of her blessed innocence? Oh, we must clutch at that. We must cling to it. If it isn't a proof of what you say, it's a proof of who knows what. For the woman's a horror of horrors. Tell me how you know. Then you'll admit it's what she was. Tell me how you know. No. By seeing her. By the way she looked. At you? Do you mean so wickedly? Oh, dear me, no. I could have borne that. She gave me never a glance. She only fixed the child.
6: Fixed her?
5: Ah, with such awful eyes. Do you mean of dislike? No, of something much worse. Worse than dislike? With a determination indescribable, with a kind of fury of intention. Intention? Get hold of her. That's what Flora knows. The person was in black, you see. In mourning. Rather poor, almost shabby, but, yes, with extraordinary beauty. Oh, handsome. Very, very, I I insisted, wonderfully handsome, but infamous. Miss Jessel was infamous. They were both infamous. I must have it now. Of what did she die? Come, there was something between them. There was
6: everything.
5: In spite of the difference? Oh,
6: of their rank, their condition. She was a lady. Yes, she was a lady. And he so dreadfully below. I've never seen one like him.
5: He did what he wished. With her?
6: With them all.
5: It must have been also what she wished. Poor woman.
6: She paid for
5: it. Then you do know what she died of. No, I know nothing.
6: I wanted not to know. I was glad enough I didn't, and I thanked heaven she was well out of this. Yet you had, then, your idea? Of her real reason for leaving? Oh yes, as to that, she couldn't have stayed. Fancy it here, for a governess. And afterward I imagined, and I still imagine... But what I imagine is dreadful.
5: I don't do it. I don't save or shield them. It's far worse than I dreamed. They're lost. <laughs>
7: now. Flora, what are you
5: doing out of bed?
7: I was looking for you. I thought you might be out walking on the grounds.
5: You thought I was
7: outside? Well, you know, I thought someone was. And
5: did you see anyone? No. Why did you pull the curtain over the place to make me think you were still there?
7: Because I don't like to frighten you.
5: But if I had, by your idea, gone out...
7: Oh, but you know that you might come back, you dear, and that you have. Miles!
5: You must tell me now, and all the truth. What did you go out for? What were you doing there? If I tell you
8: why, will you understand? Tell me, Miles. (laughs) Well, just exactly in order that you should do this. Do what? Think me bad. Then you didn't get ready for bed at all? Not at all. I sat up and read. And when did you go down? At midnight. When I'm bad, I'm bad. I see. I see. It's charming, but how could you be sure I would know it? Oh, I arranged that with Flora. She was to get up and look out. Which is what she did do. So, she disturbed you. And, to see what she was looking at, you also looked. You saw. While you caught your death in the night air. How otherwise should I have been bad enough?
5: lies, in half a dozen words, words that really settled the matter. Think you know what I might do. He threw that off to show me how good he is. He knows down to the ground what he might do. That's what he gave them a taste of at school. Lord, you do change. I don't change. I simply make it out. The four depend upon it, perpetually meet. "'If on either of these last nights you had been with either child, "'you would clearly have understood. "'The more I've watched and waited, "'the more i felt that if there were nothing else to make it sure, "'it would be made so by the systematic silence of each. "'Never by a slip of the tongue "'have they so much as alluded to either of their old friends, "'any more than Miles has alluded to his expulsion.' Oh, yes, we may sit here and look at them, and they may show off to us there to their fill. But even while they pretend to be lost in their fairy tale, they're steeped in their vision of the dead restored. He's not reading to her, I declared. They're talking of them. They're talking horrors. I go on. I know as if I were crazy, and it's a wonder I'm not. What I have seen would have made you so, but it has only made me more lucid, made me get hold of still other things. Of what other things have you got hold? Why, of the very things that have delighted, fascinated, and yet, at bottom as I now so strangely see, mystified and troubled me. They're more than earthly beauty, they're absolutely unnatural goodness. It's a game. It's a policy and a fraud. On the part of the little darlings? As yet mere lovely babies. Yes, mad as that seems. They haven't been good. They've only been absent. It has been easy to live with them because they're simply leading a life of their own. They're not mine. They're not ours. They're his. And they're hers. Quince and that woman's. Quince and that woman's. They want to get to them. But for what? For the love of all the evil that in those dreadful days the pair put into them. And to ply them with that evil still to keep up the work of demons is what brings the others back. But what can they now do? Do. Don't they do enough? They can destroy them. They don't know as yet quite how, but they're trying hard. They're seen only across, as it were, and beyond, in strange places and on high places, the top of towers, the roof of houses, the outside of windows, the further edge of pools. But there's a deep design on either side to shorten the distance. ...and overcome the obstacle. And the success of the tempters is only a question of time. They've only to keep to their suggestions of danger. For the children to come. And perish in the attempt. Unless, of course, we can prevent. Their uncle must do the preventing. He must take them away. And who's to make him? You, miss. By writing to him that his house is poisoned... ...and his little nephew and niece mad... But if they are, miss... And if I am myself, you mean. That's charming news to be sent him by a governess whose prime undertaking was to give him no worry. Yes,
6: he does hate worry. That was the great reason.
5: Why, those fiends took him in so long, no doubt, though his indifference must have been awful. As I'm not a fiend, at any rate, I shouldn't take him in.
6: Make him at any rate come to you. To me?
5: Him? He ought to be here. He ought to help. You see me asking him for a visit. If you should so lose your head as to appeal to him for me. Yes, miss. I would leave on the spot, both him and you.
8: Look here, my dear. You know, when in the world? Please, am I going back to school? You know, my dear, that for a fellow to be with a lady always... And always with the same lady? Ah, of course. She's a jolly perfect lady. But after all, I'm a fellow, don't you see? That's... well, getting on.
5: Yes, you're getting on.
8: And you can't say I've not been awfully good. Can't you? No, I can't
5: say that, Miles.
8: Well, uh, Except just that one night, you know. That one night? Why? When I went down. Went out of the house. Oh, yes. But I forget what you did it for. You forget? <laughs> Why? It was just to show you I could. Oh, yes. You could. And I can again. Certainly. But you won't. No, not that again. It was nothing. It was nothing. But we must go on. Well, then, when am I going back?
5: Were you very happy at school?
8: Oh, well, I'm happy enough anywhere. Well, then,
5: if you're just as happy here... Ah,
8: but that isn't everything.
5: Of course, you know a lot. But you hint that you know almost as much.
8: Not half I want to. But is isn't so much that. What is it, then? Well, I want to see more life. I want my own sort.
5: There are not many of your own sort, Miles. Unless, perhaps, dear little Flora.
8: You really compare me to a baby girl? Don't you, then, love our sweet Flora? If I didn't... And you, too, if I didn't... Yes, if you didn't. Well, do you know what? Does my uncle think what you think?
5: How do you know what I think?
8: Ah, well, of course I don't. For it strikes me you never tell me. But I mean, does he know?
5: Know what, Miles?
8: Why, the way I'm going on. I don't think your uncle much cares. Then don't you think he could be made to? In what way? Why, by his coming down. But who'll get him to come down? I will. (laughs)
5: You vile, miserable woman. (laughs) How shall I grieve? my last love who can't hear me. How shall I greet
8: my last love far away? Who shall I love as a night follows gloaming? Gone
5: is my love, his soul is out roaming.
8: How shall I greet
5: my last love who can't hear me? How shall I greet my lost love far away? Whom shall I love as night follows gloaming? Gone is my love, his soul
8: is out roaming.
5: You can't have them, they are mine!
6: They asked me to say nothing, and to please them, so long as
5: they were there, of course, I promised. But what had happened to you? I only went with you for the walk. I had them to come back to meet a friend. A friend? You? Oh, yes. I have a couple. But did the children give you a reason?
6: For not alluding to your leaving us? Yes. They said you would like it better. Do you like it better?
5: No, I like it worse. Did they say why I should like it better?
6: No. Master Miles only said, We must do nothing but what she likes.
5: I wish indeed he would. And what did
6: Flora say? Oh, Miss Flora was too sweet. She said, Oh, of course, of course. And I said the same.
5: You were too sweet too, I can hear you all. But nonetheless, between Miles and me, it's now all out. All out? But what, Miss... Everything. It doesn't matter. I've made up my mind. I came home, my dear, for a talk with Miss Jessel. A talk? Do you mean she spoke? It came to that. I found her on my return in the schoolroom. And what did she say? That she suffers the torments. (gasps) Do you mean of the lost? Of the lost, of the cursed, and that's why to share them... To share them? She wants Flora. As I've told you, however, it doesn't matter.
6: Because you've made up your mind. But to what?
5: To everything.
6: But what do you call everything?
5: Why, sending for their uncle. Oh, miss, in pity, do. Ah, But I will. I will. I see it's the only way. What's out, as I told you, with Miles is that if he thinks I'm afraid too, and has ideas of what he gains by that, he shall see he's mistaken. Yes, yes, his uncle shall have it here from me on the spot, and before the boy himself, if necessary, that if I'm to be reproached with having done nothing again about more schooling... Yes, miss. Well, there's the awful reason. But... Uh, which? Why the letter from his old place? You'll show it to the master? I ought to have done so on the instant. Oh, no. I'll put it before him that I can't undertake to work the question on behalf of a child who has been expelled. For we've never in the least known what? For wickedness. for What else? When he's so clever and beautiful and perfect. Is he stupid? Is he untidy? Is he infirm? Is he ill-natured? He's exquisite. So it can be only that. And that would open up the whole thing. After all, it's their uncle's fault. If he left here such people... He didn't really in the least know them. The fault's mine. Well, you shan't suffer. The children shan't. Then what am I to tell him? You needn't tell him anything. I'll tell him. Do you mean you're right? How do you communicate?
6: I tell the bailiff. He writes.
5: And should you like to write our story? Ah, miss, you write. Well, tonight.
8: I say, you there, come in. Well, what are you up to? How did you know I was there? Why, of course I heard you. Did you fancy you made no noise? You're like a troop of cavalry. Then you weren't asleep? Not much. I lie awake and think. What is it that you think of? What in the world, my dear? But you.
5: Ah, the pride I take in your appreciation doesn't insist on that. I had so far, rather you slept.
8: Well, I think also, you know, of this strange business of yours. Of
5: what strange business, Miles? Why,
8: the way you bring me up, and all the rest.
5: What do you mean, by all the rest?
8: Oh, you know. You know!
5: Certainly, you shall go back to school, if it be that that troubles you. But not to the old place. We must find another, a better one. How could I know it did trouble you, this question, when you never told me so, never spoke of it at all? Do you know you've never said a word to me about your school? I mean the old one. Never mentioned it in any way. Haven't I? No, never, from the hour you came back. You've never mentioned to me one of your masters, one of your comrades, nor the least little thing that ever happened to you at school. Never, little Miles, no, never have you given me an inkling of anything that may have happened there. Therefore, you can fancy how much I'm in the dark. Until you came out that way this morning, you had, since the first hour I saw you, scarce even made a reference to anything in your previous life.
8: You seem so perfectly to accept the present. I thought you wanted to go on as you are. I don't. I don't. I... I want to get away. You're tired of Bly? Oh, no. I... I like Bly. Well, then. (sighs) I mean, you know what a boy wants. You want to go to your uncle. My uncle must come down, and you must completely settle things.
5: If we do, you may be sure it will be to take you
8: quite away. Well... Don't you understand that that's exactly what I'm looking for? You'll have to tell him. Uh, by the way, you've let it all drop. You'll have to tell him a tremendous lot. And
5: how much will you, Miles, have to tell him? There are things he'll ask you.
8: <sighs> Very likely. But what things?
5: The things you have never told me. To make up his mind what to do with you. He can't send you back.
8: Oh... I don't want to go back, but I want a new
5: field. Dear little Miles, is there nothing, nothing at all that
8: you want to tell me? I've told you. I told you this morning.
5: That you just want me not to worry you. To let me alone. I've just begun a letter to your uncle.
8: Well then, finish it.
5: What happened before? Before what? Before you came back, and before you went away. What happened? If you knew how I want to help you... It's only that, it's nothing but that. And I'd rather die than give you a pain or do you a wrong. I'd rather die than hurt a hair of you. Dear little Miles, I just want you to help me to
8: save you. Why, the candle's out. It was I who blew it, dear. Have you written, Miss? Yes, I've written. I say, what are you two whispering about over there? A fellow doesn't like to be gossiped about.
6: Oh, nonsense, Master Miles. I was only telling Miss here how much you've
7: learned.
5: Yes, and I was asking her who taught you to play the piano so well. Was it a schoolmaster?
7: Isn't it perfectly splendid? Miles, I want to play something next.
8: And what songs do you know, dear sister?
7: Well, I I know a few scales and, and I can...
8: <laughs> As I suspected. Perhaps you could teach us something you know then. Very well. There is one piece you might enjoy. Where did <coughs> you learn that? I've heard it before. I found it. And like it.
6: It's not a question of us liking it, Master Miles.
5: Flora? Flora? Miles, where is
8: Flora? Why, my dear, how do I know?
6: (laughs) 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 She'll be above in one of the rooms you haven't searched.
5: No, she's at a distance. She has gone out.
6: Without a hat?
5: Isn't that woman always without one?
6: she's with her
5: she's with her come we must find them but what about master miles we can't just oh he's with quint they're in the schoolroom. <gasps> oh no miss the tricks played they've successfully worked their plan he found the most divine little way to keep me quiet while she went off You're going to the water, miss. You think she's in? She may be, though the depth is, I believe, nowhere very great. But what I judge most likely is that she's on the spot from which, the other day, we saw together what I told you.
6: (gasps) When she pretended not
5: to see. With that astonishing self-possession, I've always been sure she wanted to go back alone, and now her brother has managed it for her. You suppose they really talk of them? I could meet this with a confidence. They say things that, if we heard them, would simply appall us.
6: And if she is there?
5: Yes. Then Miss Jessel is. Beyond a doubt. You shall see. No, no, wait. She has taken the boat. Then where is it? Our not seeing it is the strongest of proofs. She has used it to go over and then has managed to hide it. All alone? That child? She's not alone. And at such times, she's not a child. She's an old, old woman.
6: But if the boat's there, where on
5: earth's she? That's exactly what we must learn. By going all the way round? Suddenly, far as it is, it will take us but ten minutes, but it's far enough to have made the child prefer not to walk. She went straight over.
7: There There she is! is. Why, where are your things? Where yours are, my dear. And where's Miles? I'll tell
5: you. If you'll tell me... Well, what? Where, my dear child, is Miss Jessel? Laura?
7: Laura? She's there. She's there! What? What do you mean? (laughs) She's there, you little unhappy thing! There! 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 And you see her as well as you see
6: me! What a dreadful turn to be sure, Miss! Where on earth do
5: you see anything? You don't see her exactly as we see? You mean to say you don't now? Now? She's as big as a blazing fire! Only look, dearest woman, look, I'm... (laughs) Nothing, my sweet. How can
6: poor Miss Jessel, poor Miss Jessel's dead and buried. We know, don't we, love? It's all a mere mistake, and a worry and a joke. We'll go home as fast as we can.
7: I don't know what you mean. I see nobody. I see nothing. I never have. I think you're cruel. I don't like you. Take me away. Take me away. Oh, take me away from her. From me? From you. From you.
5: If I had ever doubted, all my doubt would at present have gone. I've been living with the miserable truth, and now it is only too much closed around me. Of course, I've lost you. I've interfered, and you've seen under her dictation. <laughs> I've done my best, but I've lost you. Goodbye. Go. Go! She persists in denying to you that she saw or has ever seen anything. Ah, miss, it isn't a matter on which
6: I can push her. Yet it isn't either a must say, as if I much needed to. It has made her every inch of her quite old.
5: Oh, I see her perfectly from here. She presents for all the world like some high little personage. The imputation on her truthfulness and, as it were, her respectability. Miss Jessel, indeed. She... Ah, she's respectable, the chit. The impression she gave me there yesterday was, I assure you, the very strangest of all. It was quite beyond any of the others. I did put my foot in it. She'll never speak to me again. I think
6: indeed, Miss, she never will. She do have a grand manner about it.
5: And that manner is practically what's the matter with her now. She asks me every three minutes if I think you're coming in. I see. I see. Has she said to you since yesterday, except to repudiate her familiarity with anything so dreadful, a single other word about Miss Jessel? Not one, miss. And of course you know I took it from her by the lake
6: that just then and there at least... There was nobody.
5: Rather. And naturally, you take it from her still. I don't contradict her. What else can I do? Nothing in the world. You're the cleverest little person to deal with. They've made them. They're two friends. I mean, still cleverer even than Nature did. For it was wondrous material to play on. Flora has now her grievance, and she'll work it to the end. Yes, miss. But to what end? Why, that of dealing with me to her uncle, she'll make me out to him the lowest creature, and him, who thinks so well of you, has <laughs> yes, an odd way, it comes over me now of proving it. But that doesn't matter. What Flora wants, of course, is to get rid of me.
6: Never again to so much as look at you.
5: So that's what you've come to me now for is, to speed me on my way. I've a better idea, the result of my reflections. My going would seem the right thing, and on Sunday I was terribly near it. Yet that won't do. It's you must go, you must take Flora. But where in the world? Away from here, away from them, away, even most of all now, from me, straight to her uncle. Only to tell on you? No, not only, to leave me in addition with my remedy. And what is your remedy? Your loyalty to begin with, and then Miles's. Do you think he... Won't. If he has the chance, turn on me. Yes, I venture still to think it. At all events, I want to try. Go with his sister as soon as possible and leave me with him alone. There's one thing, of course. They mustn't,
6: before she goes, see each other for three seconds. Do you mean that they have met? Ah, miss, I'm not such a fool as that. If I've been obliged to leave her three or four times, It has been each time with one of the maids. And at present, though she's alone, she's locked in safe. And yet, and yet...
5: And yet what? Well, are you so sure of the little gentleman? I'm not sure of anything but you. But I have since last evening a new hope. I think he wants to give me an opening. I do believe that. Poor little exquisite wretch. He wants to speak. Last evening, in the firelight and the silence, he sat with me for two hours as if it were just coming.
6: And did it come?
5: No, though I waited and waited. I confess it didn't. And it was without a breach of the silence or so much as a faint allusion to his sister's condition and absence that we said good night. All the same, I can't. If her uncle sees her, consent to his seeing her brother without my having given the boy, and most of all because things have become so bad, a little more time. What do you mean by more time? Well, a day or two, really, to bring it out. He'll then be on my side, of which you see the importance. If nothing comes, I shall only fail, and you will at the worst have helped me by doing on your arrival in town whatever you may have found possible unless you do not wish to leave. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go this morning. If you should wish still to wait, I would engage she shouldn't see me. No, no. It's the place itself. She must leave it.
6: Your idea is the right one. I myself, miss... Well? I
5: can't stay. You mean that since yesterday, you have seen? I've heard. Heard? From that child.
6: Horrors. There, on my honour, miss, she says things.
5: Oh, thank heavens. Thank heavens? It so justifies me. It does that, miss. She's so horrible. Really shocking. And about me? About you, miss.
6: Since you must have it, It's beyond everything for a young lady.
5: And I can't think wherever she must have picked up. The appalling language she applied to me. I can then. Well, perhaps I
6: ought to also, since I've heard some of it before. Yet I can't bear it. But I must go back.
5: Ah, if you can't bear it.
6: How can I stop with her, you mean? Why, just for that. To get her away,
5: far from this far from them she may be different she may be free than in spite of yesterday you believe in such doings i believe there's one thing of course it occurs to me to remember my letter giving the alarm will have reached town before you your letter won't have got there your letter never went what then became of it
6: Goodness knows. Master Miles? Do you mean he took it? I mean that I saw yesterday, when I came back with Miss Flora, that it wasn't where you'd put it. Later in the evening, I had the chance to question Luke, and he declared that he had neither noticed nor touched it.
5: I see that if Miles took it instead, he probably will have read it and destroyed it.
6: And don't you see anything else?
5: It strikes me that by this time your eyes are open even wider than mine. I make out now what he must have done at school.
6: He stole?
5: Well, perhaps.
6: He stole letters?
5: I hope, then, it was to more purpose than in this case. The note, at any rate, that I put on the table yesterday will have given him so scant an advantage, for it contained only the bare demand for an interview that he is already much ashamed of having gone so far for so little and that what he had on his mind last evening was precisely the need of confession. Leave us. Leave us. I'll get it out of him. He'll meet me. He'll confess. If he confesses, he's saved. And if he's saved... Then you are...
8: I say, my dear, is she really very awfully ill? Little Flora,
5: not so bad, but that she'll presently be better. London will set her up. Bly has ceased to agree with her. Come here and take your mutton. Did Bly disagree with her so terribly suddenly? Not so suddenly as you might think. One had seen it coming on. Then why didn't you send her off before? Before what? Before she became too ill to travel. She's not too ill to travel. She only might have become so if she had stayed. This was just the moment to seize. The journey will dissipate the influence
8: and carry it off. I see, I see. Well, so we're alone. Oh, more or less. Not
5: absolutely. We shouldn't like that.
8: No, I suppose we shouldn't. Of course, we have the others. We have the others. We have indeed the others. Yet, even though we have them, they don't much count, do they? It depends on what you call much. Yes, everything depends. Well, I think I'm glad Bly agrees with me. You would certainly seem to have seen
5: these 24 hours, a good deal more of it than for some time before. I
8: hope that you've been enjoying yourself. Oh, yes, I've been ever so far. All round about, miles and miles away, i have never been so free. Well, do you like it? Do you? Uh, Nothing could be more charming than the way you take it. For, of course, if we're alone together now, it's you that are alone most. But I hope you don't particularly mind. Having to do with you,
5: my dear child, how can I help minding? Though I've renounced all claim to your company, you're so beyond me, I least greatly enjoy it what else should I stay on for you stay on just for that certainly I stay on as your friend and from the tremendous interest I take in you till something can be done for you that may be more worth your while that needn't surprise you don't you remember how I told you when I came and sat on your bed the night of the storm that there was nothing in the world I wouldn't do for you
8: (laughs) yes Only that, I think, was to get me to do something for you. It was partly to get you to do something, but, you know, you didn't do it. Oh, yes. You wanted me to tell you something.
5: That's it. Out. Straight out. What you have on your mind, you know.
8: Ah, then. Is that what you've stayed over for? Precisely. Do you mean now? Here?
5: There couldn't be a better place or time.
8: You want so to go out again? Awfully! I'll tell you everything. I mean, I'll tell you anything you like. You'll stay on with me and we shall both be alright and I will tell you. I will. But not now. Why not now? I have to see Luke. Well then, go
5: to Luke and I'll wait for what you promise. Only in return for that satisfy, before you leave me, one very much smaller request.
8: Very much smaller?
5: Yes, a mere fraction of the whole. Tell me if yesterday afternoon, from the table in the hall, you took my letter.
8: Yes, I took it. What did you take it for? Just to see what you said about me. You
5: opened the letter? I opened it. And you found nothing? Nothing. So what have you done with it? I've burned it. Burned it? Is that what you did at school? At school? Did you take letters? Or other things? Other things? Did I steal? Was it for that you mightn't go back? Did you know I mightn't go back? I
8: know everything. Everything? Everything. No, I didn't steal. What then did you do? Well... I... I said things. Only that? They thought it was enough. To turn you out for? To whom did you say them? I don't know.
5: Was it to everyone?
8: No, it it was only to... I... I don't remember their names.
5: Were there then so many?
8: No, only a few. Those I liked.
5: And did they repeat what you said?
8: Oh yes. Must have repeated them, to those they liked. And these things came round? To the masters? Oh yes, but I didn't know they'd tell. The masters?
5: They didn't. They've never told. That's why I ask you.
8: Yes, it was too bad.
5: Too bad. What were these things?
8: (gasps) No No more! No more! No more! Is she here? Miss Jessel?
5: It's not Miss Jessel. But it's at the window, straight before us. It's there, the coward horror. There for the last time. It's he. Whom do you mean by he? Peter Quint.
8: You devil. Where? Where?
5: Does he matter now, my own? What will he ever matter? I have you, but he has lost you forever. <coughs> with the stroke of the loss I was so proud of, he uttered the cry of a creature hurled over an abyss, and the grasp with which I recovered him might have been that of catching him in his fall. I caught him. Yes, I held him. It may be imagined with what a passion, but at the end of a minute, I began to feel what it truly was that I held. We were alone with the quiet day. And his little heart, dispossessed, had stopped.
0: Written by Henry James and adapted as an audio play by Rachel Pulliam. Featured in our cast were. Wait. No, wait just a second there. Can I get a playback, please? We were alone with the quiet of the day, and his heart,
4: dispossessed, had stopped. That's what I thought. I say, what's the meaning of this? We were all about to wrap things up and go home.
0: No. You were about to leave the turn of the screw dangling without an ending.
4: Nonsense. Miles falls dead in his governess's arms. The end. Every adaptation, well, most adaptations, end it that way. If you don't
0: believe me, open up a copy of the novella. Then Mr. James wrote it incorrectly and you didn't follow through with the narrative technique of the literary framing device.
4: <sighs> Very well, I'll see what I can do. In the meantime, don't you have another adaptation to prepare for?
0: <sighs> I can take a hint. Can I get a
4: playback on that last line again?
0: You we are
5: alone. With the quiet of the day, and his heart, dispossessed,
0: had stopped. That's
1: ghastly. Like
0: something out of weeklies.
1: Or something written by Anne Radcliffe.
4: You've now heard her story. What is your verdict? Is she guilty or innocent?
0: Of ending the child's life.
4: That much is certain. Yes, but who was truly responsible?
1: That's what we need to decide. I'm
4: very sure well, she's innocent. It mean,
1: she is a very How difficult question. Well, I think it's jolly yes. to, yes. yes. to come to any sort yes. of
4: conclusion. I've made up agree. my mind. It depends on one's perspective. I believe there is equal evidence to support either claim. The Governor saw the spirits of Peter Quint and Miss Jessica. But
0: the children and Mrs. Grouse did not.
4: Unless they pretended not to
6: see them. Which means they are possessed.
2: Or they, in fact, Didn't see them because the governess was suffering from delusions. And to think
4: Douglas said we would easily judge. Does this mean we have a mistrial? The ghosts were real. At least, that is what I have chosen to believe. However, those of you who are more scholarly than I may choose the other perspective where you question that sweet woman's sanity. We only wanted to save the children, and I believe she did her best under the circumstances.
0: And now I bet you- There is another perspective no one has explored. Not even Miss Pulliam. Where Mrs. Gross is so envious of the Governor's presence and her fondness for Flora that she concocts a plan with the help of the children to cause the governess to- That's it. I have had it with these constant interruptions.
4: I curse this production. Macbeth, Macbeth, Macbeth.
1: It is very tricky.
0: The Turn of the Screw was written by Henry James and adapted as an audio play by Rachel Pulliam with Adam Blanford as the audio editor and sound designer. Featured in our cast in order of appearance were Sharon Grunwald as announcer, Ross Bernhardt as the whistling man, Ted Björndahl as Douglas, Carl Nordman as the uncle, Tanya Rich as the governess, Fiona McKinnon as Mrs. Gross, Melissa Fry as Flora, taylor johnson as miles pete lutz as peter quint lana O'Kell as miss jessel jerry kokich anusha battersby fiona thrale tony francis as the patchwork classics voices and lillian rachel adam blanford alexandra macedo carl werner larry groby gareth boley erin summonsby Theodore Perez, Caleb Bressler, John Lingard, and Nate James as the jurors. The poem, How Shall I Greet My Love, was written especially for this adaptation by Adam Blandford and set to music by Ross Bernhardt. All incidental music was provided by Ross Bernhardt. This has been a Soul Twin Audios production. The artwork for The Turn of the Screw was created by Cordelia Drysonstock.
4: And with a grateful thanks to Rachel Pulliam and Soul Twin Audio, who will be joining us again this season, we take a short intermission before we return with No Soap Radio's recreation of The Jack Benny Show.
3: Buongiorno. I am Flaudio, and I am very interested in what makes audio drama work. I want to share with you my recipe for a perfect evening, an evening for two lovers, lovers of audio drama. When I plan an audio drama, I want to make sure that everything is perfect for us, the soundscape is the most important thing to set the mood for the night. When I lay in a special ambiance or sound effect, it is very important because it can express what I feel so perfectly. A sound effect can speak for the story when words just cannot capture the love I feel. Love I feel for you. When it is dark, I turn on the sound effects I turn up the soundscape and the voices can then dance in a perfect state of bliss where there is no world except the one we make with our love. No time except what is needed for our story to play out. A story that we will make come true. This audio drama public service announcement was brought to you by The Amigos.